peoples of the Worldwide Federated Internet, what's good? Returning to the book of Genesis, and today we will begin in Genesis chapter 4, and this is where we get into the account of the first brothers, Cain and Abel. So, let's get into this. All right, and Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. When I read past that verse or when I read that verse, I was, you know, just going to transition as I often do. I read a verse, I move on to the next verse and I stopped and what made me pause is what Eve said. She said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Did you catch that? Did you catch what she said? Where did she attribute this child coming from? I have gotten a man from the Lord. In the book of Psalms, chapter 127, and verse 3 and 5, the Bible says, Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of of the womb is his reward as arrows are in the hand of a mighty man so are children of the youth happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them they shall not be ashamed but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. I think too often <clears throat> because of just the way the world has gone, it's it's the way things work out. The 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 nature of man, we tend to look at children as a burden. Now, no doubt um, we have to all be honest with ourselves. It is a chore and it is a task raising children. It is not easy. I have four. And let me tell you, it generates some headaches, but children are definitely a blessing. And that's how we should see this. This is the first account we have of childbirth. And the first thing we have recorded that the mother of these children says 
is I have gotten a man from the Lord. This is this is one of the reasons why when I look at the 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 issues surrounding childbirth whether it be abortion whether it's just having kids in general how people view having kids I don't think we have a biblical view of having children having children is a joyful thing now can it be stressful at times absolutely but having children is a joyful thing i love having kids there's many things that you can do in this life when it comes to material things i could have a business that does great i could have a business that makes billions of dollars but the greater impact in my opinion that i would have on this world is if i leave this world with children who love god first and who will serve people for the greater greater good of the kingdom of god and mankind and i don't think we look at that that way sometimes and not only that i mean just on a basic level listen to what eve said i've gotten a man from the lord this is a gift from god i know you hear people say that and you probably never really correlated well how is that biblical is it biblical where does it come from where here you go uh psalm 127 3 uh 5 and 6 and genesis chapter 4 verse 1 I have gotten a man from the Lord. Children need to be viewed or having children needs to be viewed as a gift from God and not a burden, even though that's how most people see this. Verse two. And she again bare his brother Abel and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of of the ground now i will tell you and i've been looking at looking up these names through this study and names are important these are not these are not frivolous things that just that that were just given by happenstance and i've looked up some of this some of these names and looked up the meanings now i haven't really i haven't really had time to formulate my thoughts through some of the meanings of these names and that's why i haven't said anything but what I will probably do is as I think through through that part of uh, this study some more, I will probably come back to some of these verses that I've gone over already and I'll make another video and just discuss what I think about the names and their meanings. And trust me, I do have some thoughts on that. In verse three, and in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought uh, of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. So some time has passed and Cain brings an offering to God. And in verse four, and Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof 
and the Lord had respect unto Abel uh, and to his offering, but unto Cain, verse five, and his offering, he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth and his countenance fell. He was ticked off. And we will see, I won't get into it today, but we will see where that anger leads. Uncontrolled anger never produces anything good. And we see that when we get into some later verses in this, um, in this chapter, but we, so we see in here that Eve had children the children were gifts from God. One of them was a tiller of the ground, a farmer of the land, and one of them was a shepherd raising cattle. God had respect to Abel's offering, but not to Cain's offering. Now I'm going to read on in verse 7, but I want to ask you this question. Answer this in your head and I have a feeling I know how some of you are going to answer in your head. And I've said this before, so some of you might have heard me say this before, but I'm going to give another answer that's probably not what you're thinking. Why did God have respect on Abel's offering and not Cain's offering? Verse 7 or verse 6. Uh, and the Lord said unto Cain, why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? Now, when I see things like this, where God asks a question, I pay attention and I ask myself, huh, why did God ask him this question? And the reason I ask myself that is we know from the Bible that God is all knowing. God knows what's in Cain's heart. Why did God ask Cain a question he knew the answer to? Well, it's because I believe he was trying to draw something out of Cain and also show us, the readers, something. Verse 7, God lays down the ground rules. In verse 7, if thou doest well, Shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. So this is, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go on before there, but I'm going to come back to my question. Why did God have respect of Abel's offering, but not Cain's offering? What was the difference? So this is the common theme that I've always heard. I've always heard, well, it's because uh, Cain, uh, Abel offered up an animal sacrifice and Cain brought, um, uh, uh, of the fruit of the ground and, 
uh, that didn't please God. I do not believe that's the reason. I don't believe it's because Cain didn't bring an animal sacrifice. So I'm going to read through these verses again and listen very carefully as you hear these verses. Verse three, in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground and offering unto the Lord and Abel. He also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto his offering. I've said this before and I'll say it again. I believe the problem that happened here, you see it in verse three. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought forth, uh, brought the fruit of the ground and offering unto the Lord. What I believe Cain did is Cain brought what was comfortable. And I believe that's the reason the Bible mentions in the process of time. Well, for several reasons. One, we know it takes a while for crops to grow. The difference is Abel brought of the firstling of his flock. The firstling is the firstborn. Abel brought to God the firstborn and offering to God. As a matter of fact, let me, I meant to write it down and I didn't looking through my notes here. I wanted to read the actual definition of firstling. Firstling is the first produce or offspring applied to beasts as the firstling of cattle. Abel brought God his best. Abel put God first before all, before Abel did anything with what God had provided, he brought God a sacrifice first. But Cain did not do so. And this is the reason why the Bible specifically and explicitly mentioned this about Abel. He brought the firstling of his flock and of the fat thereof. So what Cain was doing is he was bringing what was comfortable, what was convenient and Abel, knowing that God was the provider of all brought him his best and Abel displayed something that is laid out in the book of Hebrews. Um, at least this is what I believe happened. The book of Hebrews chapter 11 in verse six, the Bible says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. 
God, and this is the this is the thing about about this account in Genesis chapter four. God even explained to Cain what to do to be right in his sight with his offering. So it wasn't like Cain couldn't fix his his issue. That that this is the thing that I never paid attention to is Cain could have even fixed his issue, but instead of fixing his issue, dealing with his sin, he got so angry and so enraged that he killed his own brother. That's heavy. And in the next video, I want to get into the psyche behind that a little more because I think there is a lot behind that. But in looking at these offerings, I think there's a valuable lesson. I know I I can learn in this and I think all of us can actually learn this valuable lesson. God should be first. And that is what God was trying to get across to Cain. This is why he asked Cain the question, why are you wroth? Why are you wroth? What are you mad about? If God explained to him, if you bring to me what I expect, what is right, it will be all good. And if you don't, sin lies at the door. So God was explaining to him, if there's something you're holding back from me, then sin is what the problem is. There's some sin there, whatever that sin may be, that's that's keeping you from giving me your all. There is a lot going on in the book of Genesis. It's a lot of doctrine in these first couple, these first couple chapters, just a lot of things that can easily be missed if you're not paying attention to the nuances of what's going on. Y'all know what it is. Stay frosty, people.